Welcome to the Roadie Mixtape Podcast, a podcast focused on bringing musicians and people in the music industry together. This episode of the Roadie Mixtape Podcast was recorded, mixed, and mastered at Auburn Recording Studios. Hello and welcome to the Roadie Mixtape Podcast. My name is Brad Thibodeau, and we are currently on our winter break. Uh, we take two months off in the winter to organize for the next season and to uh, to make sure that we've got content that is up-to-date and relevant for you, the listener. So through the winter break, what I'm doing is I am recording uh, a read-through, sort of, of the blog post that we write. Um, this way, the... Uh, the podcast stays relevant in your newsfeed, and um, for those who don't have time to read the, the blog posts but enjoy the content, um, you'll be able to listen to it, um, whether you're, you're on the way to work or exercising or whatever you're doing. So these podcasts will be short, probably no more than 10 or 15 minutes long, and it's just it'll be a synopsis of the blog posts that you can find on our website. And once again, the website is www.roadymixtapepod.com. Thank you for checking it out. Today's podcast is on the five tips to designing a solid EPK. This is a, uh, a blog post that I wrote a couple months ago, and I found a lot of artists that have come into my studio, especially newer artists who are uh, either just starting out or some of them, it's, they're working on their debut full-length EPs or even singles. Uh, they're unsure of what an EPK even is, um, and I go into detail. An EPK or an electronic press kit is your elevator pitch for you as an artist. Uh, it should have all the information that someone who wants to book you or someone who wants to get to know you more, everything they need to know about you should be there. Um, this is not only email address, phone number, and first of all, your name. Um, this also includes your website. It includes management or booking if you have um, if you have that professional sort of uh, management lined up. So without going into more of the basics that your EPK needs, um, these are five tricks and tips, sort of speak, things that you might not think of that you would need on your EPK. So without further ado, here is the five tips to designing a solid EPK. So the blog post, the first thing that I wrote down is that information has to be up to date and relevant. What this means is you don't want an EPK in 2018 that talks about shows that you played in 2012. You don't want links set up to, uh, to go to a single that you dropped in even 2014 or 15. That's too old. You need to be up to date and relevant. You need to keep your websites up to date and relevant. If you if you don't feel that you're able to to manage a website, there's a couple things you can do. You can hire a manager or someone to do that sort of PR. 
But if you're smaller or just starting out, I recommend um, building websites that don't require um, up-to-date material, basically um, a website that has your bio and a contact page as well as some of your music. Um, that way you don't, you only have to update it maybe like once every two or three months where a website where if you're, if you're trying to constantly put content in like a, like a blog or a vlog or something like that, you would need to be on top of that basically every day. So if you feel like that, a daily post to a website isn't something that you're you're ready or willing to commit to. Consider leaving content on a website that doesn't age so fast. There are other ways to keep your website and Facebook and other social media up to date and looking relevant. A great way to do that is to get your your shows, your upcoming shows onto a site like Bands in Town. You can you can feed the bands in town feed into your website, your Facebook, your social media, so that you you input it once, but it constantly updates. And, and once the show, the show date passes by, it'll automatically remove it from your website and your social media. That's one of the worst things is going to a, a band's website and they have upcoming shows from six months ago. It's obvious they don't care about their music enough to update they're fans with what's coming up and what's already passed. So make sure that stuff like that doesn't get doesn't uh, fall through the cracks. The second point I make in this blog post is that it's important to keep your EPK to one page. Most people aren't going to read past. Honestly, you're lucky if they read a full paragraph especially if you're a young band or an unknown band. So having everything concise and in one page is very, very important. Um, the, the faster that someone can read about you and about what you offer them, the more likely that they're going to, uh, they're going to, they're going to pick you because if I hand you a three page letter that describes me in full detail, that's great. But, you can get most of what you need to know about me in just a couple paragraphs about me and my, my music career. So definitely try to keep it concise, keep it to one page. If you go on roadymixtapepod.com and you click on the five tips to designing a solid EPK link, you'll see a picture of an EPK that a friend of mine, Michael Conrad, let me use as an example. And you can see it's got all the information you'll you'll pretty much ever need about him in one well-designed, easy-to-read page. All the different sections, all the different types of information that he wants you to know are in uh, different colored boxes, which is great. You can, if you wanted to read his full bio, you're, it's easy to see where the bio is. It's also easy to see this is, this is a, an EPK for a CD release. So you can see the release date. You can see uh, what it's called clearly uh, clearly listed over to the left. And he's got a, a good picture of himself and, and all his social media at the top and his contact information at the bottom, as well as some, some information like uh, he talks about who he's played with and who he sounds like, for fans of. That's another great tool using the phrase for fans of, FFO. Uh, that's a great way to uh, to get people to understand what you're all about, even if they don't click on your music. 
Number three is to create links to all social media. This is this is important, an important time to to say again that you need to stay on top of your social media. You need to you need to stay consistent with your social media. That's the hardest part. That's the hardest part for me is posting every day. Your social media should be you should be able to take your fans and take your listeners through a uh, through the experience of what you're doing and not not just the final product. People want to be involved, and that's one, one of the great things about social media is that the fans feel more involved, even if you're doing nothing but hanging out. Like if you have a, a, a rehearsal one day and you guys get nothing done, but you know, you're at the rehearsal space goofing off, that's a great picture to have. That's a great thing to post and, and that'll help connect you with your fans. Having multiple ways for people to get in touch with you is also uh, kind of tags with social media. Obviously people can get in touch with you through social media. Um, but as well, phone numbers and email, this is more for the professional side, the booking agents. There has to be a a professional way for them to get in touch with you. They won't go through your Facebook messenger. They won't DM you through Twitter or Instagram. A band email is a must. Something as simple as your band at gmail.com will work. If you have a website that allows for email addresses, that's even better. Band at your band.com, you know, because having a band email is the best way to let the booking agent and the promoter and the venue owner know that you're serious about what you're doing. And finally, you have to sell yourself as an artist and a human being. There's a lot of important things about an EPK, but the biggest thing is that you have to be able to to sell yourself as um, as people. You know, your artists, you have a story, and your music conveys that story. So the best way to sell someone on your your music and the story that your music has is to sell them on the story of you personally or or your members of your band. So that's a very important part of your EPK is to get these booking agents and uh, promoters and venue owners to understand that they're working with real people. Uh, sometimes the business world can kind of uh, dehumanize the artists because it there's a lot of us versus them or or push and pull sort of, especially in this phase of the negotiations or, or trying to get venues to take you seriously. So being able to, to make yourself and your band likable is huge. You want to be likable. You also want them to buy into what you're selling and why you're selling it. So being able to, to tell a story in an exciting way, it's very key. It's very important. If you're not good at writing, especially if you're not, if you're not good about about writing about yourself, don't be afraid to ask someone else to write, uh, you know, three, four paragraphs, something small, just to talk about the music where you as, as an artist or a band has, has come from, because at the end of the day, people want to work with people that they like and people that they believe in. So you could be just an okay band, but still get a, a gig over a great band if the promoter or the, the venue likes you. So that's a that's an important thing to uh, to remember when you're creating this electronic press kit. So that's the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you learned something new. 
And I hope if there's something I missed, please, you can go to the blog post that this is referring to. And that is at roadiemixtapepod.com. And then it's five tips to designing a solid EPK. It's right on the front page. It's very easy to find. And if you do have something that I've missed or something you want to elaborate on or even a success story about your own EPK, fill out the comment section in the in the bottom of the uh, of the blog post because this this whole this whole podcast is all about helping others in our community and the best way to do it is to give them information that can help them in the future. 